Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Something Something Podcast. My name is Eric Kasloff, and with me, as always, is Larry Sands. Say hello, Larry. Hello, Larry. Uh, and how are you doing, good buddy? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm good. Eric, I've missed talking to you. Yeah, I really we have. haven't talked in like, what, a day? Uh, well, but still, when you get, see, the, the, so here's the good thing. It's, you know, when you're doing like a podcast or shooting a film or, or anything that you enjoy doing it, but you're doing it with like a good friend, almost, dare I say, a best friend, and, and you miss a day, right? It's kind of like, uh, I'm like a little lost puppy. We, we talked on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, no, I, I went to go work out and like, yeah, I was just shaving my face and I'm a man, Eric. I, <laughs> we, we, we literally talked on Sunday. It's I been one day. You. I can't hear you. I can't hear anything you're saying. It's, you're breaking up really bad. Well, so let's Larry, just... How is work going on the um, faith-based film? Uh, you know, actually, it's going really good. Um, you know... Obviously, as a creative person, you you know, like you have your create if if you're fortunate enough and you don't have to have like a real job in addition to your creative life, then, you know, that's even better. But it's I don't know if it if it shows the tenacity or the spunk or the the just the sheer will to be creative and get your creative stuff done when you have an eight hour job. And then you come home, you know, at night and you're up till all hours and editing and, you know, in my case, or, you know, maybe writing a book, hint, hint, about our guests. But, um, but no, you know, everything is good. Um, I, I am looking forward because obviously editing, you know, you can only do so much, but then you get really in the creative aspect of doing the color and some after effects. And so, yeah. I'm I'm super excited. And you're still pretty new to After Effects, right? Um, you know, I I I might as well say yeah cuz I've done it before, but again, if you don't do it all the time, you just kind of lose like your your way around. So, um, but I I did I I posted some things up on my Instagram, some animation stuff that I recently did, and I was really proud of myself. I pat myself on the back. You should be. They were pretty awesome. Oh, good. Excellent. Excellent. But also, Eric, I have something I have to announce. I just booked an acting gig. Okay, go on. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's, it's so being here in Texas, in, in San Antonio, it, there's not a whole heck of a lot, you know, that is around. But um, I was fortunate enough, um, a friend of mine, um, Wesley Blake, he hit me up on Instagram and he's, I, I did the movie with him uh, a few years back called Mahogany Sunrise here in San Antonio. And um, so he hit me up and he was like, hey, are you in L.A.? Are you, where are you right now? I said, San Antonio. He said, man, come on down. So I, I went down to the audition. Uh, gosh, I guess it was a couple weekends ago. And uh, he, he uh, sent me a, a direct message and he was like, dude, you were the only one that they booked from that um from that casting day so i got the part bro awesome are you able to talk about the movie yet or no um not yet not yet but i do have uh the filmmakers are going to be coming on because i invited them on okay uh, cool so yeah 
So we're going we're gonna to learn a little bit about them and see what they're up to. So, but exciting stuff, man. Very cool, man. I'm happy for you. Yeah. So how about you? How, have you heard anything about your scripts? Um, there is, we are, by July 5th, I will now know if the script for Hillsborough Road got Ooh. into the Indie Vision Film Festival. Ooh. I was supposed to know on the 28th, but they were having issues, so there's no word from them. And I'm still location scouting for the short. So, yeah, it's, I'm going to end up needing to rewrite this and try to figure something else out. That's what it's going to end up being. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, I think, you know, as long as you have the flexibility, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I think it's always good to be flexible, especially when you get older because you have to walk around every, no, I'm just kidding. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So Eric, look. Yes, Larry. I don't know about you, but since it's the summertime and I don't know if you ever get on kicks where it's, you feel like you have to not necessarily lose weight, but, or just to get in shape or just to feel healthy. Is that just me or is that helping to you sometimes? I, I never feel like that. I live in the gym, <laughs> as you know, Larry. I mean, well, you live, you, yeah, dude, you live in the creative gym. You flex your creative muscle every day, all day. I've seen your YouTube. So, oh, and by the way, everybody, his link to YouTube will be in the, in the description. Excellent. Please, please go see him flex his creative muscle. Please, people, please. And I do like squats and deadlifts <laughs> on it. Well, the reason I ask, because obviously it's summertime, right? And everybody is looking to, to get into shape or be a little bit more healthy, whatever they want to call it. But now is the time to do it. Actually, maybe not the time is now. But you know who would really know all about lifting weights and eating healthy and being the best, best you can be health-wise? You know who that would be? Um, our guest today. Dun, 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 dun. You are correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, today, today we, I can't do this. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> so anyway, everybody, today our guest we have is, Marie, help me out, because I read your bio. You are. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hello. Thanks for coming on. So <laughs> Thanks for having me. Tell me, you are a fitness model. And from the look of your Instagram, which is going to be linked in the description, description. You, you look more, how should I say that? Are you not a bodybuilder, but man, you have got, and I mean this in all like, you've got a really great body. Um, <laughs> all your muscles and everything. I, it's, it's great. Um, Thank and, you. And, Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean that in the best possible way because, I mean, geez, you are. No, I, I get that. I absolutely understand, and, and I truly appreciate it. It's very flattering. Well, that is good because we're going to talk about you today. We're going to talk not, not just about your routine. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yes, I know. I know. Not, not just your routine <laughs> um, and how dedicated um, I think you have to be, uh, 
Um, but also you have a brand new cookbook out. Am I correct? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Dieting Deliciously. Crave killing recipes for the healthy foodie. <laughs> now, now, so it's summertime and right. people should have started when to get there because everybody, everybody says, oh, I got to get my summer body going. And it's like, right. The summer body really, well, you have to, honestly, you have to train in the winter. You know, summer bodies are made in the winter. Um, You know, you have to give your time, your body time to be able to lose the weight, you know, and then keep it off. Because if you go on a crash diet, you're constantly having to watch what you eat. And then you're going to go back right up up and, and, and gain the weight right back. So that's why it's best to give yourself time to get used to the process. And, you know, it, it's better to take your time. But winter is, 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 is the money maker. Winter time. And that is probably the most important time because everybody likes to stay in unless you're in Florida, right? Right. Um, or the deep, like maybe South Texas, right, where it's like super warm almost all the time. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to get out and, and stay healthy, like stay, stay active. What are some of the things that people can do, um, to eat better to, you know, because obviously how much exercise do you have to do? Um, well, it, honestly, it depends on, on what goals that you're trying to hit. You know, for, first of all, um, you, you have to maintain, you know, that's the most important thing. Uh, and, you know, to try to hit your goal, to try to lose weight, you have to eliminate some of the things that promote, you know, bloating, uh, inflammation. And that's like gluten, um, you know, sugar, uh, high sodium uh, foods, uh, foods with natural, actually food with preservatives. You need to eliminate all that out of your system, you know, out of your diet. So it's pretty much a lifestyle change that you have to get accustomed to. And then you have to train. You know, you have to train at least four to five days a week. Now, initially, I don't start out, you know, that crazy, but I just make sure that I eliminate all the key ingredients that promotes bloating. Just get rid of them. Now, in your book, and actually, this is like maybe a coincidence, but it's a but there's no no such thing as coincidence. But you know, being here in Texas, right? I'm I'm a I'm I'm from Texas, but I'm a California dude. And being okay. in California, it's like perfect weather and and everything else. But being here in right. Texas right now, I mean, it's like ninety five with like it feels like a thousand percent humidity, but more like probably eighty. But it's it's enough where you know like it's sometimes I feel bloated and maybe right, that's a little- right. And what you do and 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 and, and that's okay. so what you do is if you really want to start to get rid of the water, you just start drink a gallon of water for three days, a gallon a day, and you just you know elim- like I said, eliminate sugar, eliminate you know soda, eliminate anything <laughs> that will cause any type of bloating. Um, but Really, just flush out your system with a gallon of water a day. Um, eat, you know, include a lot of greens, um, including you know asparagus, green beans, etc., and then include protein. And your protein can be you know beans or you know lean meat. So if you eliminate everything else that's a little bit more complicated, and just keep it with greens, a little bit of grains, um, you know, and your protein, and flush out with some water, you're all good to go. Your first three days. <laughs> 
you know. Least, and by the way, my favorite time to work out is in the winter. Is really? it? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Oh. Because they get hot. I train twice a day. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And again, like I said, to get for your summer body, it's best to train in the winter to get the best results. And you don't have to feel like you're constantly have to eat clean in the middle of the summer. You know, you train in the winter, you kick, you know, you kick butt. If I can, you know, just to clean it up a little bit, um, train your butt off and eat healthy. And then by the time you get to the summer, you can be able to, you know, cheat here and there. You can go to, you know, party 4th of July, you know, eat your burgers and hot dogs and you won't feel so bad. Then you get right back on it. You know, that is that I think that is like brilliant and perfect advice because that's what you really want to work for. Right. You train just like what you said. I mean, you train hard throughout the winter and to get prepared and then you can now when you say eat clean. What right. does yeah, that that's mean? something I keep hearing people talk about, but I have no clue what that means. <laughs> there's so many ways, so many concepts um, when people talk about eating clean. And there's so many different fads, so many different diets that people follow that they consider as eating clean. In my opinion, eating clean is pretty much eliminating the foods that cause inflammation, you know, like gluten, um, like <laughs> anything with the preservatives, um, anything with high sodium. All that, uh, you know, if you eliminate that out of your diet, that's the first step. And you start flushing out and drinking more water for me and including greens in your, um, you know, in your diet. That's for me, that's, that's eating clean. Because there's so many ways about, um, you know, there's so many ways to, to go about doing that. But you just have to eliminate the things, the, um, <laughs> excuse me, the ingredients that causes inflammation. <clears throat> Okay. And so, now my, okay, no. Oh. Right in. No, my thing is I love knowing people's backstories. So is healthy living and healthy, you know, eating, has that always been something that was part of your life? And when did you really <laughs> get into this? Absolutely not. It's funny my heart's pounding. No, absolutely not. First of all, I used to be a stick. I used to be skinny, no curves, nothing, and I eat enough for a village, you know. And by the time I hit 25, I used to go out with my friends every weekend and drink and yada, yada, yada. But it never affected, you know, my metabolism or my physical appearance. Um, but as I got older, got a little wiser, um, I, first of all, my body started <laughs> heading to, like south. Because as you get older, gravity starts kicking in and you're like, oh my gosh, all right, it's time to start hitting the gym because this body is not acceptable. But um, I decided to hit the gym and eventually got into um, competing. And the only reason I got into competing was just because of how well my body was transforming based on the way that, you know, the way that it was responding to what I was doing to it. And after my first show, um, I got first place and second place second show, first place, third show, third place. So I was hitting, you know, the top, top three, top five, like my first year of competing. And that's when I decided, you know what, this life, <laughs> I love this is becoming a career. And this is something that I want to stick with. But no, I was never um, big into fitness. My body was just naturally very small. That is really cool. 
That is super cool. How did you, how did you learn how to eat? Um, it was a combination of uh, research uh, and, you know, some, uh, a coach that I ended up uh, working with when I started getting into the bigger shows. But it was for me, it was research, 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 um, practice, uh, watch tons of videos, watch the pros. Um, and, and I just kept going, you know, and that's pretty much what I did. And I'm very strict with myself. I mean, like when I have a goal and I know I feel like I can get it, I eliminate everything, eliminate every single thing else in my life. And then I focus more into reaching that goal. And that's what I did. And then I got a coach (laughs) (laughs) that helped a lot. What was it about? um, And obviously uh, when you started realizing that, that this was becoming a career, um, but when you first took that step, because, you know, a lot of people out there, they say they want to, you know, they, well, they want to eat right. They want to go to the gym more, but then, yeah, it's, I guess it's kind of like the new year's resolution, right? Um, right. What, what can you tell people? to help, help them get past their New Year's resolution in the summer um, or for the rest of because it's, it's not just a resolution for a couple months. It's got to be a lifestyle change. Yeah, right? I, I mean, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And, and for me, it's that first step, you know, go to the gym. I guarantee you it may be hard the first day, but I say to people to be realistic, give yourself three weeks. After three weeks, everything will go in cruise, con- excuse me, cruise control. Honestly, the first couple of days will feel, you'll feel terrible, you know, but at the end of the, when you get out of your workout, when you get out of that gym, you feel like you've accomplished something. But after the first three weeks, your body will go mentally, you'll go in like cruise control. And that's all you'll want to do because you'll start seeing like a physical change. You'll feel better. You'll sleep better. And then you'll start seeing the body change, like your body changing right before your eyes. Nice. I think the yeah. big problem, I'm glad you said that because I think the big problem is people want immediate results. They right. want to, you know, walk into the gym one day and then walk out with, you know, the six pack abs and everything. That's not, yeah. Hmm? Right. And that's not possible. You know, it's, no. it's like school. You want to get a diploma, you know, you, you got to do the time, you got to do the years, you got to work hard. Um, but you know, when I, when, and for me, it's the same. Every time I get back on it seriously, especially to compete for a show, because my training is different for a show, even my diet is a lot more strict. Um, I say to myself, all right, come on, you got this, you got this, you know, after a couple of days, you're like, oh man, I'm not really seeing anything. But you really start feeling good, like physically. You start feeling good mentally. You start feeling better. You start feeling lighter. And then, you know, on the third, by the third week, and I tell people, by the third week, give it three weeks at least. Give yourself that chance. By the third week, you'll see a change, as long as you remain consistent. How, um, when when you're preparing for your competitions, because um, I would imagine... (laughs) that that you have like your off times but then once you know that your competition is coming up um does that does that do you 
I guess when you're off of your, your competition cycle, do you uh, eat more and, and not more bad, but do you just kind of like not let yourself go, but not in, you're not right. in competition mode, right? Where you're not trying to um, like slim down or like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. To be, to be completely honest with you, there are times where I have absolutely not completely let myself go, but I, I, I binge. And I've done it twice, and then I thought, it's not worth it. You know, I'm human. It happens. Um, but for me, if I want to keep my body, you know, looking great and feeling great, and, and by the way, when you keep gaining weight and, and losing it and gaining it, you're stretching out your skin, you know, and that's not a good look. Um, so you don't put your body through all that stress to make sure that you maintain. And during my off season, I eat healthy, you know, for most of the week, and then I eat a cheat meal maybe like, I don't know, two, three days out of the week. And it's not necessarily like a cheat meal. It's just food that I know that I can enjoy, um, you know, and, and, and not uh, feel absolutely guilty eating them, you know. Um, and that's why I wrote Dieting Deliciously. It's pretty much, you know, recipes um, of, you know, crave killing, like crave killing recipes for the healthy foodies. It's food that you naturally crave without all of the bad ingredients in it. So this is good because that was going to be like one of my next questions is the stuff that, that you eat. Um, I mean, essentially you, I mean, let's face it. You are like, um, uh, what am I trying to say? You, you're like the, the guru or you're, you're the expert in, and uh-huh. how to put stuff together. And and I don't mean expert like, oh, but I mean, it works for you. And you have this great base, this knowledge base of how thank to put. I still have a lot together. to learn. I do. I still have a lot to learn. But thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. You're welcome. But but in in the your book, um, I mean, was it kind of like a no brainer or did somebody go, hey, you should write a book because you're really good at this, putting stuff together like this? Right. Well, I've always wanted to write um, a cookbook. Uh, being from uh, you know a Haitian background, um, I started cooking at a very young age. And what I did, you know, when I got into competing, that's when I really uh, changed my my um, my eating habits. Uh, I did some, you know, I, I changed a little bit when I wanted to get into shape, lose a little bit of weight, but I had absolutely no idea that I would even get on stage, you know, until I saw you know a potential. But um, with this book, I pretty much fused, um, you know, all the flavors that I usually use when I cook, um, minus, you know, the high sodium spices and use, you know, healthier ingredients. So boom. So all the foods that you usually crave for, I have in the book, but with healthier ingredients. Very, very good. Um, Can you tell us some of the... uh some of what okay what is your favorite food um oh god (laughs) yeah i actually i have a few um and like i said those are substitutes for foods that we usually crave so you know like when you're you're younger you love eating sloppy joes well i created (laughs) i created a meal called the dirty bird pocket it's funny the dirty bird instead of ground beef (laughs) that's great (laughs) Oh my God, it's the weirdest book. I have like the weirdest slogan. Um, <laughs> and the slogan for the Dirty Bird is cleaner than any Sloppy Joe's. 
Um, but uh, it's, <laughs> I make it with uh, <laughs> low sodium spices. And I also use tons of veggies, including the veggies that, you know, provide a lot of taste in the foods like onions, peppers, tomatoes. Um, and I use ground turkey, 99% fat-free ground turkey. And oh. for the sauce, it's low sodium, low fat, everything. And I add a little bit of chili powder, one pack of chili powder. So like I said, it's all foods that, you know, you usually crave, um, you know, without the bad ingredients. Um, what else? I actually have three. I have so many favorites, but I picked out three. Um, my second one is the chicken popcorn. And when you think of chicken popcorn, you think, you know, it's fried with, with flour and, and everything. And, and that's not the case with that. I mean, I use chicken breast. Um, I use egg whites um, instead of whole eggs. Ooh. And instead of using normal flour, I use cauliflower flour. And that's gluten-free. Yeah. And wow. so, and it's great. It's absolutely great. I love it. It's delicious. You put it in the oven, you bake it. It's crispy and soft and juicy on the inside just like a normal popcorn chicken. Um, and my slogan for it is this ain't fried chicken. <laughs> so <laughs> it's tons of stuff. And I also have the donuts in there that are chewy and they're gluten-free. And you wouldn't think you wouldn't associate donuts with, with healthy, um, you know, um, options for, for, uh, for foods, but it's, it's so great. It's, it's so yummy. Um, you pop one every day and you're, you know, you're still fine. It's great for a snack. Okay, 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 okay. I think okay. Larry's going to be buying a copy of the book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody that's listening to this, uh, I'm kind of like, my mouth is kind of watering. I can only envision what that donut, I don't, so I try to eat nice. I try to eat right. Sometimes right. I'm not a sweet person, but, um, but the donuts sound good. Now, the cauliflower, what, what can a guy like me because <laughs> I'm not, and I hate saying this to, well, we've only got five listeners. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I hate saying this, but I'm not a vegetable person at all. Is corn a vegetable? Oh, oh my gosh. So I eliminate <laughs> corn, by the way. I, I, you're funny. I, I eliminate corn um, right away, you know, um, but Here's what I'll say with the cauliflower. I meant it was it's cauliflower flour instead okay. of like normal. Flour. So I use it to make pizza and I use it to, to coat the chicken breast, but it's, it's cauliflower flour. But flour is, is a good vegetable to eat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've actually heard about there's a pizza place in New York that uses the <laughs> cauliflower flour as their pizza dish. I didn't know that, but that's a smart move. It's great, uh, yeah. And it's, uh, and I'm telling you, I'm not blowing smoke. It tastes amazing. And, you know, I use, uh, for the pepperonis, I use turkey pepperoni, you know. So uh, it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah, you can make it, you can do just a veggie um, pizza, um, but it's, you know, using the cauliflower flour. It's gluten-free. It's still delicious. It's still soft. Um, if you follow the ingredients, you'll even taste the flavor in the actual dough, the cauliflower oh. dough. Hey, everybody, Eric Kasloff here. Just want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has more audiobooks than I could count, and they're going to give you a free 30 day trial. 
All you got to do is click the link in the description or go to the URL audibletrial.com slash something something and you get your very own free audiobook. So, Marie, um, if, yeah. if, if everybody is like me and they, we've been listening to you talk about all this yummy stuff um, and, and where, can you, where can you get your book right now? Where can um, people click on to? Sure. You can go to dietingdeliciously.com. Um, I have the ebook uh, for $9.99, the hard copy for $24.99 and the bundle where you can get both. Ooh, very cool. And again, links for all that will be in the description. Yes. So, and for the soft, um, for the for the smaller one, for the, how, how do I say that? Um, for the paperback, here we go. I'm just learning this term. For the paperback, you can get it on Amazon. Very cool. cool. Very cool. Um, well, what, I don't know. When it comes to certain books like cookbooks or educational books, I always like having a hard copy so I right. can highlight it. So I'm going to say it, you know, spend the extra cash, buy the hard copy. <laughs> yes. It's, and I purposely added the spiral bind into them. So it's a lot easier and you don't have to flip the book around. And I, I love them like that. It just stays open while you're cooking. See that it, so how long did it take to write your book? Overall, uh in between competing, it took me almost a year. Um yeah, and, and usually it would have taken me a, a little bit uh less uh time. Um but uh I had to compete uh, at the Arnold um in March earlier this year. So that caused a short delay. Okay, we're going to have to hit the brakes because I've always wanted to know more about that. So tell us about the Arnold Classic. Oh, my gosh. Is that what um, it, that's what it's called, right? Yes, yes. Um, the Arnold Classic is, has always been a dream of mine. Um, it's just filled with the best of the best. Um, you know, all sorts of pros from all competitors from all over the world. And uh, this year was my first time. And the difficult thing about competing at the Arnold is that you have to spend, you know, um, the whole fall and winter on your diet for the most part. So, you know, you can be ready at least five weeks before your show. Wow. So it's, it's, yeah, that's, you know, most people who compete at the Arnold are usually the best of the best, you know, or, or the people who are very committed um, to it. So I respect each and every single athlete from there competing. In wow. case some of our listeners don't know what the Arnold Classic is, can you explain it for them? Yes, it's a huge bodybuilding show. Besides the Olympia, which is the Super Bowl of bodybuilding, um, the Arnold is uh, the second biggest, in my opinion. And it is a competition filled with, you know, um, male bodybuilders, uh, female bodybuilders. And there's, you know, and, and for my, my division, we call it the bikini division, but you still have to be, you know, absolutely cut. Um, everything needs to be, you know, <laughs> well conditioned. You need to go on stage well conditioned for you to be able to compete, you know, with the best of the best. Um, the, the only difference with the bikini girls is that they're a little bit more feminine, um, you know, but all the glam, <laughs> the glitch, everything comes with it. 
Um, it's like a beauty, it's like a beauty competition, you know, plus, oh, pardon me, plus, um, you know, all the physical uh, attributes that comes with it. Now, going through your Instagram, I mean, it really is a great, what do they call it? It's a great feed. But I mean, you really are a, a remarkable and you can tell how much you are passionate about living healthy, living, um, oh gosh, I don't want to say living right, but really passionate about who you are and who you want to be. And right. I think it's freaking fantastic to, to, to be so passionate about something and to be living your dream. So just that alone, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's absolutely amazing. Um, thank you. What well, and it, you know, it, just, it, it just occurred to me that when we were talking about the fall and winter, and I was like, Oh, yeah, how bad could it be? And then all of a sudden, I thought, Oh, wait a minute, there's the holidays, there's Christmas, and oh, yeah. all that, and, oh, and yeah. Thanksgiving. How in the world, how it's, in the world, <laughs> do you, <laughs> it's different, it's different because you know, that's when everyone wants to enjoy their, themselves. From working all year, working hard all year, this is when everyone eats and drinks, and you know, and that's when you know your family. They have to understand, you know, initially, you know, your family or your, your spouse. Um, it's difficult for them, but it's it's very, um, you know, it can be a little draining for them if they don't understand if you're getting into a new relationship. But after a while, when they see the sacrifice and the work you put into it, it's like second nature. You know, but of course, for yourself, it is a little bit difficult, um, you know, to see everyone eating and you're still eating what you want. But I'll tell you this: mind over matter is something to be work, rec, like, um, excuse me, reckoned with, because once you see every single day your body's transforming and you're hitting your goal every single week, nothing else matters. Nothing tastes better than getting that first place trophy out there. Nothing. I can imagine. Wow. You know, I, 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 I'm glad you kind of said mind over matter because, but I think you have to be like this with everything as well is, do you, do you project who you want to be for that, um, that competition or that, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you look at, do you look up there in your mind? Do you envision yourself on the stage? Yes. Yeah. How, how every day. Is that? Really? Well, you know, every day it's it's part of a it's 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 a mental game. You know, every day I have to pose in front of the mirror to be able to you know master my routine. You know, because you know, first of all, the eating, the dieting is a very important you know um, factor into it. But then there's the total package, which is one you know your. Um, your presentation, you have to look confident on stage. You have to hit your poses exactly so certain muscle parts can pop the way they need to, you know. Um, you know, and, and, and of course, but the, the, the bathe, your suit, your suit has to be on point. Your tan even has to be on point. Me, I have to worry about what my tan looks like. And luckily, I have a great company, you know, that has been sponsoring me for, for a while. But every single day when I'm getting ready for a competition, I have to post and I have to envision what I have to look like, what I need to look like. 
to get to because <laughs> when sometimes you can when you're on stage when they're doing the final judgment final judging um you know just a little tweak in your presentation can make the difference you know just something as small as confidence can make the difference mm, mm, you have to hit it i mean you know obviously everybody has off days but I think when it comes, are you really fatigued by the time competition comes around or, or do you, do you peak right at that right time? Um, for the most part you do get, you are at your weakest, but it's, it's, um, lately when I have been in the past, when I used to compete, I used to be so exhausted and so tired the day of my show. But when I compete now, um, the last four weeks, the last, actually the last three weeks are the absolute hardest. And then by the time show day comes, hopefully you're able to carve up a little bit to give you the energy, you know, and, 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 and let me tell you, you know, no matter how tired and how exhausted you are, you make sure you get your sleep before your show. But with the, when the day comes and you see all the competitors, I mean, it's, it's the, it's the adrenaline is just kicking. It's just rushing. You just get this rush and you just forget all about it. It's, 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 you know, it's all the hard work that you've put in and finally you're there, you know, it's pretty much. Yeah. Very cool. How many competitions do you compete in within the year? Okay, so this year I've taken a short break after the Arnold because I had a minor surgery and I'm going to have another um, big one next month, actually, um, on my ankle, <laughs> unfortunately. So I will be down for at least, I'll be down for about three months. Um, but usually when I compete, it's about two to three competitions a year. But you, you know, right now I have to pick what shows that I'm going to compete in next year. I can already see what shows that I want to do next year. Now, do you get uh, and <laughs> do you get cabin fever? Obviously, when you're recouping from an injury or a surgery, because um, obviously uh, you don't want to push it too much. But do you get a little? Oh anxious? yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you know, once when I don't hit the gym, you know, I start feeling a little bit. Um, I won't. I won't go as far as depressed, but I'll feel down. And I won't feel myself, you know, because, you know, when you don't use it, you do lose it. And it's very difficult to try to keep that state of mind, you know, of wanting to stay eating healthy when you're not going to the gym and seeing the work that you're doing and, and feeling good. So for me, I know that process is going to be a pain in the butt, but I will also use it to continue, you know, working on recipes and, and, and doing different things. But I know I'll be absolutely down for a good six weeks. Um, you know, before I can actually be able to, um, you know, move around a little bit the way that I want to. Well, but it, I, this is not going to interfere at all with, with my competing and I won't let it. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds freaking fantastic. Um, I, I, I think I smell with your six weeks that you're going to be off another cookbook, a follow up, I think. <laughs> yeah. To your cookbook, I think. Okay. Actually, you, you Absolutely. Know, I mean, it, you know. And obviously with, you know, because body image is so important, um, right. because I mean, let's face it, whether you're an actor, an actress, like in front of the, in front of the screen, you see yourself on, on 
on the screen or you're up right. on stage and you're looking in the mirror, um, I don't care what you do because when you look at yourself in the mirror, you know, and I think you have to be happy with you and, but yet that's so hard because we all have this image of ourselves. How do you, how do you deal with that? And how would you tell other people to not let it go, but just how to deal with that? Well, first you have to recognize, you know, what is it that's causing you, you know, to feel that way? You know, if you feel like, you know, it's, it's because you're not, you know, really hating the gym or, you know, you're just having a hard time, uh, you know, eating healthy or you're hanging out with a certain crowd where you're going out all the time. You just have to figure out what it is, first of all, that's, that's you know, that's causing um, the issue. Um, but I feel like, you know, for people who really want to get, you know, into shape, who want to feel good, the first step, honestly, get to the gym, get yourself a trainer, or at least start out with cardio. You know, get on the treadmill for 30 minutes every day. You know, I, I'll say five days out of the week, 30 minutes. And then that's all it takes, just that little boost. And then afterwards, you know, get yourself a coach if you feel so, you know, you need to. And, you know, and, and, and again, also I said, you know, give yourself that three weeks. Stay consistent for at least three weeks and see what happens. I guarantee you you're going to stick to it, you know. Mm-hmm. How important yep. would you say, I think I know you're, what you're going to say is having an accountability partner with you as you go through like wanting to eat better and live better. Right, right. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think with everything in life, it's always great to have, you know, a good support system. Um, you know, so it is important to, to have someone who supports you, you know, when you're going through um, a tough time or to have someone support you when you want to go to the gym. Um, because, you know, sometimes you can't really, you know, lift yourself up. You need that person out there for you, you know, trying to get you, trying to motivate you. But it is very important because I know for me, um, in past relationships, when I was not having a great time, when they were not supporting me competing, it was close to impossible to try to do it. It really was, especially on a mental, on a mental uh, level. You know, it's hard to sleep, it's hard to stay focused. And when you're in a such strict diet, it's very, very difficult for you to stay, you know, in a good mood or to feel great about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's always important. But, and, but that's why people like date within <laughs> their realm. I had to like actors date actors and because it's easier, right? I would assume unless you have yeah. a really understanding, like, you know, significant, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm a very strange individual because my uh, fiance, he's, he is, he was not at all um, into fitness until he met me. And oh, now cool. he's a six pack. Yeah. Um, you know, he's into business, but he is, he loves the gym more than anything. Cause he used to do cardio, you know, here and there, but never lifted. But now that's all he does. Lift weights. Um, you know, um, he weights trains, does his cardio when he needs to, he eats like crazy, but because he's still trained, um, and knows when to cut out certain foods, he gets right back on it. You know, his body just transforms. And if you eat badly for a weekend, you get back on it again on, you know, the following day on a Monday. Like give yourself three days and you'll see, you'll get back into shape. That is so good to hear because other, because you know, it's like when you fall off the food wagon, you're like, Oh my God, this is going to be it. I'm done for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you cheat, give yourself three days. 
you know, it's, three days of drinking your water, training. And, and that's the thing, right? Drinking water. Right. That's like the big mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah, because it flushes you out. It flushes out all the stuff and, and you know, and, and that's what you do. You can't, there's no other way really around it. No. You have to. And it helps your body, you know, gets rid of the toxins. If your body get rid of the, you know, the, the excess um, fluid that you don't need. Mm. I think the problem I always hear a lot of people saying is water doesn't taste like anything, but you know, right. the thing we have to, I think, gosh, I don't, I, maybe it's more of a first world thing. We want everything that tastes good. <laughs> right. You know, we like, yeah, right. it doesn't taste good. I don't want it, but we need to understand we need healthier things in us and it doesn't matter how they taste. Right, right. And, you know, it's important, no matter what, even even if you weren't really, you know, interested in, in, which I don't know who wouldn't want to be fit or, or, you know, look good, um, you know, or not necessarily look good, but feel good. Um, you know, naturally, we, we need to have water in our bodies, or we're going to have health issues in the future. You know? Yep. Yep. Hey, I was going to say, do you want to, because uh, I know you were talking about your sponsors. Um, how many sponsors do you have? And do you want to give them a shout out? Um, I have, well, I don't have many. I do. Yeah. Especially my spray tan company. Um, you know, uh, Anthony Rossi from Russell Self Tanning, he has been with me from the beginning. And wherever I travel, he's been, you know, he, he follows me everywhere I go for every show I do. So that's, you know, they're amazing. Um, and uh, Isolator Fitness, they provide me with a lot of my bowls and containers for um, my foods, you know, when I cook to separate my meals. And by the way, I have to weigh everything from my carbs, <laughs> my proteins and you know, etc. Um, and then Gaspari is they're my um, supplement company. That's that's they really all have cool. Yeah. You know, <laughs> first of all, um, and you know, I, I've said this probably I don't know how many trillion times for the last thirty forty five minutes, but you are really one of the most inspiring people that that we've talked. Uh-huh. To. Um, Thank you. Thank you, you so much. I, I hope I can, um, you know, do more uh, in the future. You know, I'm just getting started and I have so much to learn and, and I love this. I absolutely love this. I can tell. I can hear. It's already got me thinking about changing my eating habits, which is in all realistically something I do struggle with a lot. I mean, I'm not overweight by any means. Right. But sure. I comfort eat a lot. Right. Right. And that's the thing, you know, what you should do is keep certain snacks in the house or, you know, why don't you cook chicken breast and put it in the fridge, you know, at night you boil some eggs, you know, because I know people, they they have the habit of eating in the middle of the night and and it happens, you know, just make food, prepare food, um, you know, beforehand where you're not going in the closet, the pantry and, and getting cereal. Hell, get rid of the cereal, you know, (laughs) (laughs) replace your milk with, with, with almond milk, you know, there's there's so much you can do. When I was in LA, it was easier to eat healthy, but I'm back in Jersey now. I've been living here for a while again. And there's a, there's a good pizza place on every corner (laughs) near my house. I live in New York city. You're telling me, I know this. Yeah. (laughs) 
I noticed. And by the way, I lived in Pittsburgh before here, and it was a lot easier because Pittsburgh is like the mecca of bodybuilding, really. Really? Um, really? You know, oh, my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. The chairman of, of um, the bodybuilding was in Pittsburgh. The whole family is there. So oh, it, wow. it's like, it was huge for me. Because when I used to lift, every other person, you know, competed or was interested in bodybuilding. When I came here to New York in Manhattan, like, oh, my God, I've never seen so many skinny legs on men in my entire life. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You know, but it was just like, wow, okay. You know, you know but, but it, there, you know, there are certain parts of New York um, here, you know, in the city where it, you know, there's a pretty strong um, bodybuilding um, group. But it's just right here in Manhattan. You're just not, you're not seeing that. It's a lot of cardio boys out there. You know, I, I, I gotta say, I must be. I gotta just mention because recently, I, you know, my daughter, um, she's in college, and she, <laughs> we were talking, and uh, she goes, "Oh yeah, those guys, they're meat muffins. They just train like one body part." <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. SpongeBob legs. It's crazy. It's terrible. It's terrible. But you know what? Like to each their own. And I have my flaws as well. But it's like it's so different. It's really it's very different. Um, you know, over here, a lot of a lot of guys they like to do cardio or or, or some try to do some CrossFit moves. And by the way, I, I respect the CrossFit athletes. Um, you know, but a lot of the the, the much skinny boys, you know doing some CrossFit in the gym where there's weight training machines. So <laughs> it's interesting. Different. You know, they got to fit in those skinny jeans. So, <laughs> you know, oh, man. don't get me started on that. I, 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 oh, no. <laughs> I have to get off for that thing. I can't be part of it. <laughs> well, Marie, I, I swear to God, you are, you are awesome. You're amazing. And your cookbook sounds downright delicious. Um, thank you. and, uh, I want to be, I want to be the first one to thank you. Aha, uh -huh, Eric. Uh, <laughs> thank you for coming on. Thank yeah, you. It was thank an you absolute so much. blast having you on. And whenever you want to come back on to promote another cookbook or a competition, you're going to be in a new sponsor. The door oh, is wow. open for you. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, everybody. Well, 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 wait, 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 wait. We got to do it. And what, what was the book again? Dieting okay. Deliciously. Yes. Dieting Deliciously is the brand. But for this book, it's Crave Killing Recipes for the Healthy Foodie. So it's, it's Crave Killing Recipes. Yes. Very yes. cool title. Yes, very Thank cool. You. Very cool. All the links are in the de description. We'll be in the description. And uh, thank you. Just yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode and have a happy and safe weekend.